Welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Designs podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Heiko Omer. He's the Marketing Director for Environmental Sensors at AMS. And um, what I'm going to talk with him today is about, well, the whole issue of intelligent sensing, intelligent systems. It's all part and parcel, isn't it? Heiko, welcome to the show. Thanks, Alex. Uh, thanks for having me here in the show today, and I'm uh, looking forward to a great conversation. Great, thanks. But, yeah, and, and, but it, it, it's, it's really the case, isn't it, Heiko? Wouldn't you say that all of this pressure on intelligent systems, smart grid, smart net, intelligent facilities, is really also an emphasis on how good your sensors are because there's no precision without feedback, right? You're absolutely right, Alex. So um, having good sensors and... Uh, Obviously, uh, smart algorithms, uh, what you do with a um, sensor data is, is absolutely key to all the applications we're currently working on. Exactly. Well, and, and I like that you brought that other aspect up. You have to have the sensors, but then you also have to have the sensor processing. So um, what are some of the issues that you see in that space, especially in the whole aspect of environmental sensing and trying to create highly efficient, highly accurate, useful systems? Well, basically, we see a lot of demand from the end customers. So people are more and more aware of their environment, uh, environment they're living in. They, they are more um, aware of health issues, of comfort issues. At the same time, they obviously want to be green, they want to be eco-friendly, they want to save energy, and this all together um, calls for good sensors, sensors that um, detect all sorts of uh, parameters and at the end help you to solve an application, come up with a smart product that helps you to improve your environment, to monitor environment and save energy if possible. And that obviously also has a, a positive effect on your energy bill. Exactly. Well, and that's that's where all the pressure's there, right? If it didn't cost money, people would still not care if it's a 30% efficient system or a 70% efficient system. It's all about saving money at the end, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, let's face it, nobody would be prepared to, to invest and spend money only on a comfort application. But if you see that you can, while maintaining, for example, good air quality uh, in a living indoor environment, um, they're prepared to, to spend money if they can also save energy. Mm -hmm. So now, um, I, had, I was talking a little bit about the uh, challenges. What are some of the challenges in, in, in implementing an intelligent, properly functioning uh, feedback system to give you that kind of accuracy and control? Well, first of all, you have to have the right sensors for your specific application. So um, minimum we currently see is that um, our customers are interested in implementing a temperature a humidity and an air quality sensor, often in combination with a motion sensor, with light sensors, with microphones, with pressure sensors, with acceleration sensors. Then, first of all, you need the individual sensors that are good quality, that are long-term stable, that have low power consumption, because let's face it, more and more systems are battery-operated, are wireless uh, sensor nodes, but then you have to combine all these individual parameters within the system. You have to do some kind of plausibility check. You have to um, develop smart algorithms that can handle all this data. So data analysis is also very important. And at the end, you also have to visualize the results and, and really 
present it to the end user so that he can really make use of all this data. That's an excellent point. Also, Heiko, is uh, yeah, all of the information is useless if it isn't properly integrated in an intelligent management system. Absolutely. Uh, just assume if you have, let's say, 10 different parameters, that's not really easy for someone to, to constantly have an overview of what's going on. But if you merge this all into one overall indoor environment um, level or scale or feedback, uh, sometimes even visually where you have a smiley, where you have um, you know, a, an arrow on a, on a scale, that helps you to immediately get an, an idea um, what's going on in your indoor environment and what you have to potentially update. For example, looking into um, an air cleaner or looking into an um, HVAC system that could automatically then control the, in, uh, the fresh air intake from outdoors. So these are all systems we are currently working on where sensors are absolutely necessary. Now, and that leads us to what uh, another question I have. You were saying we are. So what is AMS doing in this space? What, what, what are the current offerings? What can we get that can help us solve our problems? Well, AMS is a, is a company that is um, having one major goal, and this is to shape the, the uh, world with sensor solutions. That means um, not only providing sensor components, but complete solutions. And as we speak, we are looking into chemical sensors. We look into temperature humidity sensors, pressure sensors, light sensors, but also lighting management. Um, we have position sensors, flow sensors, Power management is uh, a key um, in our portfolio, as well as NFC, so the near-field communication for, for paying um, uh, lightning sensors. And also what's also very important is uh, we also do a lot of ASICs, so application-specific integrated circuits to make everything really small, to make everything, let's face it, low cost, but also um, having everything with a low uh, power consumption, which is really uh, a basic requirement at the moment. Exactly. Well, it's all about power nowadays, and that's one of the one of my favorite lines lately is "power is sexy again," because for years nobody cared, but now it's become such a critical enabling infrastructure element. Power is no longer something you can ignore until the very end. Now you have to go into a system design from the very beginning, planning out your power budgets and where the energy is going to come from and how it's going to be used. Absolutely, this is this is definitely one of the key. Uh, elements right now, and, and it's always there uh, as, a, as a basic requirement uh, in the next generation of your product. You have to try to make it smaller, so dimensions are always important, but especially um, power consumption, and also, let's face it, it's always nice for our end customers if you also improve the, the price, but especially power requirements and, and size requirements are key uh, for further implementation of, of such sensors into um, high-volume applications especially. Exactly, Heiko. Now, one thing uh, about a solution like intelligent sensor systems and the management systems behind it is it's not something you can just walk in and slap a sensor on and say, ha-ha, it's fixed. It has to be dialed in. There's a lot of um, engineering going on here. What kind of support do you offer an engineer who steps in, let's say, like, walk in the front door and say, hi, Heiko, I've got an industrial process or I've got a smart facility and I want to make sure that my, um, my students don't freeze to death but I don't lose all my money in the process. Uh, what support do you give the engineer in implementing your solutions into theirs? 
Well, basically, I think this is uh, why AMS has such a, a good reputation in the market. We really support our customers, not that we only see them as a customer, but more as a partner. So we want them to have a, a really good product at the end, and that's why we support them, uh, obviously, with our sensor components, but we help them with the circuitry that's needed to operate the sensors. We help them with operation modes. But we also give them access to our algorithms uh, that are, in, in many cases, really important to solve an application. So overall, we really support them um, from the component level so that they can really implement a complete solution into their product. Because if our customer is successful, we are successful as well, and this is obviously our major goal. Exactly. Now, are there any specific uh, product families that are involved in the environmental sensing aspect that you'd like to mention to the audience? Well, at the moment, we see a big trend in um, building automation. That means we're talking about thermostats, the typical thermostats on the wall where you have temperature, humidity, air quality sensors. We see a lot happening right now in the IoT arena where our customers do um, all sorts of devices that have multi-sensors built in to give you a better idea about your indoor environment. Especially lately, we see a lot in combination with IP cameras. You, have, you do not only have a camera, but the camera can tell you something more about your overall environment because it also measures temperature, humidity, air quality, in some cases even particles. So all these devices in the building, home automation, building automation in IoT arena uh, are getting more smart. And it's, it's very interesting because you can see it as a, as a low-cost building automation system. Uh, a lot is um, wireless, so you do not even need wires, you do not even need uh, infrastructure, so it's pretty easy to install and it is, um, I would say, really cost efficient. And it helps you to maintain good air quality, good indoor environment at a, at a minimum cost. Excellent. Now, and you were talking about power. There's a lot of talk about uh, using harvested energy to power sensors and things of that nature. Um, are you working on that as well? Do you have systems that can function in that space? We do have sensors that um, do have such a low power consumption that even energy harvesting is an option. Um, for some of the gas sensors that rely on a, a catalytically active device where we really have to provide some heat, for example, to a, to a MEMS hot plate, we are not yet in the, in the range where uh, energy harvesting would work. But for some of the sensors, it's already in place. It's already standard. For other, uh, other sensors, we are still working, uh, working on solutions that are even lower in power consumption. So partially yes, partially no, but as always, we are working on it. Well, that's, well, that's as, about as promising an answer as you could expect from anyone at this point because the that aspect of the market is still in its infancy. Are there any other trends in the sensor space that you see coming that the audience should be aware of? Well, I said, more and more sensor nodes out there, uh, sensor networks. Um, we, for the future, see a lot more happening indoors, so more and more buildings will be populated with all sorts of sensor nodes, taking all, uh, all sorts of parameters, reporting this to a building management system. But even outdoors, we see that um, people are interested not just to have uh, one highly accurate measurement container full of equipment in a city, but to have over the city distributed uh, sensor nodes that can give you a better idea about especially the air quality, about UV light giving you an idea about specific gases, the overall air quality, particles. Uh, so a lot happening right now, no doubt. I, 
I agree. Now, Heiko, uh, where do people go to get more information on all of this? Well, it's pretty simple. You go to um, AMS.com, A like an um, army, M like a mouse, and S like a spoon.com. Um, <laughs> you get all the information about uh, all our products, um, about specific applications, and all the support you need to implement our devices into your products. Um, and uh, we are more than happy to support you wherever you have a question. Excellent, Heiko. Thank you. Now, before I let you go, I always give my guests the opportunity to have the last word on my show. So it could be a little bit more about your products, something about the company or the market, or just a tip for our audience, but the floor is yours. Well, obviously, we are more than happy to support all potential customers out there with all the senses we have. Um, in case there are questions, please feel free to reach us, uh, reach out to us. We, we try to get back to you as, as fast as we can. And um, please also challenge us with specific questions, needs, uh, requirements you have. Uh, some of them we can immediately answer. On some others we maybe have to work or even start new development. So please reach out to us and we do our best to, to um, provide you with what you need. Excellent. Hey, Heiko, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. It's, I really appreciate uh, getting our audience to get more information about not just power itself, but how power can be used, how it can save, and the other things that we need to make sure that we're using that power properly. So understanding more about the sensors is always a good thing. So thank you so much for coming on the show, Heiko. You're welcome, Alex. Thanks a lot for your time. Oh, the pleasure is I'd like to thank I'd like to thank everyone out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day.